Okay. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Merely a two-word review, just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up for the last minute. That right there is a lot of Welcome back to the Basement Fellow Music Lovers. You are now tuned in to yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, as usual. And uh, we're, we are officially here at the end here. We have been sort of trying to figure out how we're closing out this year. Not this week, but next week we're going to be doing our, a two-parter best of the year. We'll have our list uh, you can read if you don't like listening to us ramble on anymore, if you're sick of us. 25 albums long. It's a, it's a lot of lot of good records on there. A lot of stuff that we covered this year. Um, but for this one, I realized we had neglected something that was uh, very important to me this year, and that is Hamilton the Musical. Went and saw it. Uh, my lady's my amazing lady just randomly hooked up tickets to see this uh, around the beginning of the year. And we saw a matinee. Uh, life-changing is a word you can apply to that. I think anybody who's seen it uh, maybe had their life changed a little bit. Um, you know what it is. You know, uh, it's this fantastic creation from Lynn manuel Miranda, you know that it speaks to uh, the state of our country. It speaks to what our country was. It tells a, a story. It entertains. It does all these things. It is, uh, in my opinion, and you'll hear me repeat this a lot during this podcast, one of the greatest works of art of the past easily 100 years. Um, not the greatest, but it is one of the greatest, uh, it, because it so hones in on the human condition and what we are and what we want to be that, uh, that it, you can't help but be moved and, uh, very often moved to tears. Well, that has enjoyed great success. You know all about it. Hopefully you saw the documentary in PBS cause it was rad. Uh, but this past Friday they released Hamilton, the mixtape. We hadn't really planned on, on, on talking about this, but after hearing it, it was, apparent that this is a vital piece of music a, a vital addition uh to 2016 and more importantly this is this is just it's it's a beacon of positivity and light in in a in a world that in, look 2016 is sucked guys uh but this shows that uh, even in the face of things sucking ass uh we can uh, we can do good so it's it's filled packed to the gills with guest stars it is. It, it abandons the typical, or the uh, the structure a lot of times of the musical itself, and goes for straight hip hop and soul. It is what the, uh, arguably what the creator Lin Manuel Miranda wanted it to be, and it is amazing. So, I uh, invited our friends Eduardo Nunes and um, and uh, Mauricio Castro down to the basement to talk about this, and uh, and that's what we're doing. So. If you're ready to head down to the basement, if your beverage is uh, is cold enough, it's open, you're situated in, let's go down. Let's talk about some Hamilton. You ever seen a painting by John Trumbull? Founding fathers in a line looking all humble. Patiently waiting to sign a declaration and start a nation. No sign of disagreement, not one grumble. The reality is messy, you're a richer kid. The reality is not a pretty picture, kids. <laughs> 
Do you just want to like hear every artist coming to DC? He's like, because we're in DC, we just want to say fuck Donald Trump. I mean, because he's in like he's in within a mile of this venue, just just blocks from the White House. I'm pretty sure every artist that comes to DC like has some sort of political well, message so because here, it's DC. And that's, a, that's actually a good lead into to what we're going to be talking about today, Mauricio. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, by the way. Thank you're you. Down here after uh, I don't know how you're awake after shooting so many shows, but. But you have made it. A lot you of survived. slapping in the face. Okay. You know, just that. And, uh, and Wardo, you're here. Still. Uh, 311 CD is doing okay? Yeah. Right. They are They are like the author of this work, Relentless. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, it's interesting. You, uh, you mentioned that. We were, we were just talking about shows and how people coming to D.C. feel they're in a political town and it's time to talk about politics when you're on stage. And how I think, in general, the most uh, people go to a concert or most music appreciators don't necessarily appreciate that. I've talked to a good number of artists who who are very active, but like they don't like uh, preaching to somebody. Like Nassim Curry that was down here from Kingsley Flood. Mm -hmm. And he tried, he worked really hard to basically say the same things in his songs that these people are just coming and say, fuck Donald Trump or whatever, you know, pick, pick a name, pick a name uh, these days. But, uh, but that he, uh, he, he tries to work it in a more subtle manner so that you get the point, but you don't have it like hit over the head. Uh, but I've also argued with people that maybe, just maybe, uh, if we had done more of that, and if we just accept that that's part of life, uh, that that we wouldn't be in the fuck, fucking cesspool shit shit hole <laughs> position we're in right now. I mean, what do you guys think about that? About the about people like calling out, you know, bad you, politicians. If you have a platform, call out bad when you see bad. Not not to appropriate know. a term, I, but see something when you see something, say something. <laughs> I. It's like one of those interesting things. Like you see it in, in Hollywood, also. Like there are people that are just like just keep out of it. I think that they, I well, it, it's going to be a good thing to you if you side with them. Obviously, mm -hmm. so you're just going to alienate someone. I, I don't think it should be done in like just like calling out. I think it could, should be part of the lyrical content, like Kingsley right. Flood said. So I, I, you, when you when you hear somebody doing it though, do you? I mean, because it is problematic if somebody just doesn't isn't educated to an issue. That happens. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, mean, I, I agree with that. Some it can be. Well, it, it's also because we're in D.C. It could be sometimes like grown worthy at times for me. That just like it. It just feels like contrived sometimes. I think some people like are very passionate, like you know Sylvanesso and their opposition to HB one, HB two, HB two. Yes, sorry about that. Uh, and I think that I think if you if you try to like not beat people over the head, it's it's some it's just a really hard issue to talk about or to you know argue over. You know, mm -hmm. like there's just some people that are very for something, and if you if someone like says the opposite, you're just gonna be like, oh fuck you. I it's right. It's a it's a risk between like saying what you actually want to say. And, you know, the risk of, you know, not getting bigger because you you alienate a certain group of people. Sure. But sure. it could also energize, like, the group of people you're you're with, too. It's, an, it's something I don't have an answer to. But, but, for example, say, is not speaking up, like, every single day about the prospect of a Muslim ban. Is that not worth more than the success of your band or this podcast or, you know, whatever you choose to do as an artistic outlet? I don't know. I want, I want to hear what Eduardo has to yeah, say, yeah. of course. Well, I don't want to... Well, I think, well, I, I, think about this. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, th I think there's a bunch of threads tied up in here. So I think the first question is sort of what does the artist want to accomplish? Right. And, and I think uh, 
where I'm trying to take that is in the direction of, you know, I think uh, the Dixie Chicks know really well what it's like <laughs> when you <laughs> when yeah. you voice a political opinion that uh, that your particular market segment is not uh, friendly to. But I think once they realized what had happened, they sort of said, you know what, we're fine with this. Like, you guys want to fucking hate us. You don't want to buy our music or come to our shows. Fuck you. We don't want your money. Yeah. We're going to keep doing that's, what we're doing. That's value. Yeah. And yeah. we're and, and we're OK with that. Right. Um, so I think I think there is sort of a principled thing of just saying, like, if it's something that's that important to you and you want to put it out there, you should do it with the expectation that you might lose some dollars. And that's and that's totally fine. I think I think what's far more indictable, unfortunately for me, as a Taylor Swift partisan is people who have these like massive platforms right. and who presumably have political leanings and sort of made a calculated, you know, they they assembled their like focus group and they're like the Taylor Swift VP of marketing and VP of customer experiences related to Taylor Swift. And they just said, you know, this is not, this is not something you can really afford to wade into. And, yeah. and, and here's why not to pick on uh, T Swift, but here's why that's horrible because nothing that's about to happen is going to affect her. Nothing. Yeah. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. And so what, well, I mean, it'll affect her because people won't have jobs. They won't be able to afford to buy a records. So yeah, I mean, pay, I mean, the ending concerts. of the world will affect all of us. In yes, a sense. yes. Yes. It's yes. Just... <laughs> Well, I'm being optimistic. The world yeah. isn't going to end. It's just going to suck. <laughs> Fully prepared for the wasteland, bros. But it is. But, but you know, and, and, and Kevin, you and I were here and we were all pumped for the Drive-By Truckers album, which yeah. I still think, I think it actually, you know, I kind of had this, ugh, this is a weird thing to say. I had this sense of like, I'm just going to, you know, binge on this album up until the election because after the election hopefully this chapter is sort of done right yeah. and i don't have to like be back in touch with that anger of 2016 and that feeling of like oh my god there's this rising wave of bigotry and xenophobia and sexism that's coming for all of us and i thought it's a shame because it's a good album but i just won't have a reason to listen to it after november you know right. 8th and uh and who boy was, was that, <laughs> that did that take a turn <laughs> well i mean that that album in particular which by the way uh, spoilers it made us into our top 25 yeah <gasps> so it's just just hanging on there but it's 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 up in there man uh that album in particular talked about issues that are ongoing that have been ongoing and issues that led to where we are now but also uh issues that we're going to have to solve we have to solve them mm -hmm. uh which and i think interestingly ties into what we're going to be talking about today which is hamilton uh, and and the thing, if you uh, if you don't know what Hamilton is, oh, like, you're lying. You're just lying. <laughs> Did you know I only listened to the soundtrack for the first time last weekend? Really? On the drive to New Jersey? What, was it because you were like, I don't like musicals because I don't like the hype, or you just didn't get to it? I so my the first album musical album I listened to was the Book of Mormon. Yeah, and then I finally saw it at like three years later at the mm -hmm. Kennedy Center, four years later at the Kennedy Center, and it felt like spoiling it for me. And maybe I'm just like one of those people that I don't, mm -hmm. I mean, I obviously, we, it's a historical, like it's just based on his life. Right. But I like being right. able to we experience. We all know Hamilton isn't alive anymore. Yeah. Right? So yeah. No... Actually, I, I um, would go to Weehawken a lot when I was as a kid, because it was uh -huh. also a great overlook of New York City, and you would mm -hmm. you'd see the bust of Hamilton where he died, but I didn't know much about his life. Right. Um, so I like honestly did not know much about Hamilton at all until I finally gave a listen to the entirety of the soundtrack i was like you know what? i'm just gonna do this now and yeah just like super interesting and also relevant to me as a first generation american absolutely um, absolutely i i i just don't i didn't want to spoil you know eventually yeah, seeing yeah. it because you know i know it's coming to dc in 2018 so i was like right. you know maybe i can wait a little bit longer and just ignore this huge cultural event that's <laughs> happening around me right now <laughs> 
but that, you know I, that I was just, that was exactly um the approach that my wife and i took um where you know sasha and i talked a while back and we said do we you know people are talking about this should we be in on this and we kind of said no we want to we want to experience it for the first time at the show when we go see it whenever that is and um and it was like the day we were driving up to my parents for thanksgiving and i was like we need we need something it was and it was only like an hour in the car but i was like we right. just need something interesting and distracting and something to challenge us and make us feel good about about this this freaking country we all live right. in now yeah and, and, and i don't know if if hamilton necessarily does that uh, we'll we'll talk about it because What's interesting about Hamilton is like we were just talking about politics and music and stuff. It is mm -hmm. a very political musical, but one of the things there's a lot of things you can take away from it. Um, but one of the big things that I actually took away from it uh, when I saw it earlier this year uh, was that nothing has changed. That what Lin Manuel Miranda is writing about is us as a people. Uh, this is this should be no surprise because that's what the, that's the best art. Mm -hmm. That is where the best art comes from when you can write about this universal thing. That we are as a people that no matter what, you know, whether you're a first generation immigrant, whether you're some like yokel from Ohio like me <laughs> or someone who was only became a, a U.S. citizen like two years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and and it speaks to that through use of uh, a very deft use of, of retelling our history, which is important. Mm -hmm. Like kids, you should study history. Mm -hmm. You would know why this happened right now. <laughs> Don't listen to CNN about that. There's a reason <laughs> like history repeats itself as a phrase. Yes, yes, <laughs> right. There's there's a very good reason for that. Uh, but it also then takes a history that a lot of people don't know about, which is like the history of hip hop, and then mm -hmm. it mixes it in with cultural histories of immigrants. So then, I mean, everything everything was there from the beginning. That's what the country was founded on, and somehow uh, Lin Manuel Miranda was able to coalesce it. I I don't want to call it magic, but the specific thing we're going to be talking about is the mixtape today, right. more so than the actual soundtrack. Uh, and it might just be, uh, my stance, uh, on this, uh, you know, I raved about it after I saw it. Mm -hmm. it it's, it, it is one of the most powerful pieces of art I've ever like, experienced, uh, in my life. And, and I've experienced a good bit, <laughs> um, for, for all the reasons that, but that I just said, but uh, the biggest reason was because it was a triumph. It was like, you needed something, like you said, yeah. driving, you needed something to sometimes just commiserating like can make you feel better about stuff because you know make no mm -hmm. mistake i think a lot of us here in dc are pretty depressed right now mm -hmm. i was talking to a friend of mine, i mean it's, this is not a good time you should be depressed in the country period but right <laughs> but and but, if you're not it's coming for you don't worry it's coming for you <laughs> um you know but by doing that and then mixing it with hip-hop and then the it, using a multiracial cast it just drove all those points home uh, that right. this never changes we are violent people we are a misguided people we and all of this but there is always going to be some beauty in that mm -hmm. that's in the musical <laughs> yeah which is put in a musical format i think with this mixtape that he just dropped which he leaked out over the past few days uh or past few weeks uh he doubled down on that and and amplified it to like 10 million maybe infinity uh this is without a doubt like w one of the best albums of the year it's mm -hmm. not we i mean we're not readjusting our thing but it is it is a this along with the musical i think maybe one of the greatest artistic achievements in the past like maybe century yeah no like, i don't think that's uh, <laughs> no i mean like i i agree i think it's like very I, and this is coming from someone that tried to like just not think about it because you know again just wanted to wait to experience it but thinking about like the multiracial cast coming together to make this thing happen 
or a crowd that you know it is could not have been, multiracial. <laughs> yeah, right. our crowd is not multiracial. It's it's interesting, like seeing how the the some of the songs were repurposed mm-hmm. for modern for modern America in the mixtape. Um, like yeah. so, like half the stuff is you know re, re cover well, covers, I guess, of the some of the songs, and others are take the themes like the immigrants who get the job done, yeah, yeah. Right. and just kind of like tells in those people's stories. Yeah, there's li- there's well. lyrics mixed up in all of this. Like there's what's odd is that this was actually the intended format of the of this album. Like when he started this project, uh, it was actually it was the uh, biography is by uh, Ron Chernow. Right, right. Like, he sat down after uh, In the Heights, which he won a Tony Award for best musical. You know, it was wildly successful. And if you look, he'd done a lot of other shit too, like written on some really cool stuff. Was trying to do his his next thing and picked up this giant book by Ron Chernow, who writes biographies of people mm-hmm. on 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 Alexander Hamilton, and then got into it and said, "Hey, you know what? This would this would be an awesome mixtape. This would be an awesome concept album." And started started like thinking about because he's a fan of hip hop, hip hop's and everything he does. Uh, started thinking about who would I cast in this, and so he's thinking people like Buster Rhymes. He's thinking yep. people like Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah, he's thinking, and who shows up on this? I right, mean, if right. you, and if you see if you listen to the cast recording you hear it but it, yep. on this who shows up on this like this the list is see buster rhymes aloe black usher miguel queen latifah which yep. we're gonna Jill, we're gonna play Jill that song scott the Jill roots scott, Kanan, jimmy fallon yeah. jimmy fallon like what the yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah, right ben <laughs> ja rule yeah, john legend yep. and and his friend chance the rapper this is yeah well the you know the original material is just so fucking strong yeah and obviously you hear like in the excitement of you know like mauricio and i are sort of playing the like the recent converts uh to the musical as people yeah. who were <laughs> just don't you know we haven't been listening uh listening to this for the past uh 18 months or so but the original material is so strong and um and the way that the artists you know so so the straight covers like uh like burn or um you'll be back yeah mm-hmm. you'll be back um wait for it right is uh yeah yeah um, that's pretty pretty straightforward yeah i mean i mean i mean that's just a, that's just a testament to like how you could already hear in the source material like oh this could be a really great r&b jam right or this could be you know oh man don't get me started on the kelly clarkson version of this quiet uptown <laughs> quiet uptown that, yeah. it, that just takes it to like a whole other level for me i think it should yeah like the sadness like you know i read up on the synopsis of the play yeah of why what the song it's quite uptown is about mm-hmm. and how he moves because he got his son was killed so and in so taking that emotion yeah. of yeah of of his son's loss and putting it into like kelly clarkson's voice pop grandeur just like going you know? yeah like yeah, 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 there's yeah. a reason she won american idol yeah. i mean like and yeah. it's, it's interesting like also unreal slightly unrelated Ja Rule, Ashanti, uh, Ben Folds, like this is like early two thousands people <laughs> yeah, coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ja Rule, but this, Ashanti. Was, this was his this was his years of prominence. This was his salad days. Yeah, you know, yeah when, when yeah. he was he was like putting this stuff together. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting. This the pairings that were brought up, brought up like Ben Folds and um, Regina Spector. Spector. Yeah. Well, yeah. even and even the songs that that kind of riff on themes do you know so on um like on on immigrants. Um, you know, the Spanish language verses use a lot of imagery that, 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 mm-hmm. uh, that is taken directly from the idea of like the closing of the play, the idea that you're planting this garden that you won't ever get to see. Right. And there are several references in this, in the, and yeah, I, I one forget is like, the, we, we bring the tree in, but you eat from it or something. Yeah. Like yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. We plant the tree. You get we, the fruit yeah, or something that, like that. That, man, that guy, yeah. um, his, I, he's from Calle Trece, which is a a latin american group who's also known to be politically active and so when i heard his voice i was like i know this guy yeah he's like a very very great uh latin american artist yeah um so it was great to hear his voice his verse like 
just in Spanish as like a fuck you to like yep. everyone else. Yeah, it, like it, it does I, I, think, I think it really was a fuck you to the thing. You know, Lin Manuel is, is Puerto Rican descent. Yep. Like he, he's actually uh, first, first or second, I think. His, his dad moved his dad to moved, America yeah. when he was eighteen. Right, right, and and so tied up in all of this is that like Latin descent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't get a lot of it in the actual play. And here though, he lets it just ride. Oh, yeah. His ver- his verse on "I wrote my way out" is yeah. just is tremendous. <laughs> is I like, mean, I, I've read that he got bullied by was oh, it yeah. the rapper Immortal Technique? Yes, when he was, was in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in school. <laughs> he got like thrown into a dumpster. Like yep. you like hear like almost the anguish in his voice when he like talks about like being bullied in school and he would be being friendless and, and, and yeah. So he had uh, picking up a pen and just like hitting an artery. Shortly. Right, I think it's yeah, the, uh, yeah. the draw blood hitting artery. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. That. yeah, yeah. It's savage as fuck, man. Yeah, uh, I want to. I want to play a track now, and I'm going to go back to this idea of of sort of Rocky on steroids. Uh, and and this is probably this is going to be the most popular track on this maybe, but if you don't want to run through a wall after hearing this, <laughs> uh, this is this is going to be my shot with the roots featuring Buster Rhymes, Joel T's, and the Use. You only get one shot Advice from a school teacher to a young top Applying a sticker to a Spider-Man lunchbox When even role models tell us we're born to be felons We're never getting into Harvard or Carnegie Mellon And we gonna end up either robbing somebody or killing It's not fair, that's all they can tell us That's why I hustle hella hard, never celebrate a holiday That'll be the day I could've finally hit the lottery I refuse to ever lose or throw my shot away Or chalk it up as just another one that got away So I'm unapologetic, I want my calisthenics If I have given it all I got, I cannot regret it My point of destination's different from where I was headed Cause I'ma shoot for the stars to get it I said I'm not throwing away my shot I said I'm not throwing away my shot Yo, I'm just like my country I'm young, scrappy, I'm hungry And I'm not throwing away my shot I said I'm not throwing away my shot No, I'm not throwing away my shot Yo, I'm just like my country I'm young, scrappy, I'm hungry And I'm not throwing away my shot when opportunity knock, you don't send anyone to get it. Answer the door, welcome and let it in or regret it. They said if you can't beat them, you join them. I say forget it, because once you join them, you're building a ceiling to where you headed. Be American, express how you feel and take the credit. Don't settle for 87, go premium unleaded. And take off, shake all the hate off, it's over. It's stay lost, the payoffs, their weight off your shoulders. Must admit, I'm feeling, I'm kind of, I'm lighter as a writer with this fire and desire to go higher than a stealth fighter pilot with my eye on every prize. I surprise you guys, I'm a prize fighter. My nine of five described and scribes of five minor setbacks and take steps back from Pied Pipers. Believers, believers in yourself and need it. I mean, you only get one shot. Take it or leave it. I said, I'm not throwing away my shot. I said, I'm not throwing away my shot. Yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. I said, I'm not throwing away my shot. No, I'm not throwing away my shot. Yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away. If you living on your knees, you rise up. Tell your brother that he's gotta rise up. Tell your sister that she's gotta rise up. When a folks like me and you gonna rise up. Every city, every hood, we need to rise up. All my soldiers, we need to rise up. 
We ain't got no other choice. We need to rise up, rise up. Through all my travels and journeys through life, I've been searching and been learning to be the type of person to display I determine. I get when I'm certain inside and feel that fire that's burning like a knife that is turning. I fight while I'm hurting. Sometimes they're right, cause life is a burden like the pain from a bite that a worse and trying to stifle the light that is shining on me first and before I'm riding a hearsing. My breathing stops and never take my one shot I got for a line of earth and now I come again. You know, I, I don't lift weights, uh, but after listening to that a few times, I might start. <laughs> that shit pumped, gets me pumped. Yeah, he's like punch the air after listening to so that song. Punch Something, yeah. man. Not a person. Don't hit a person. Just right. punch something. Break punch the wall. Punch 2016. Just punch 2016 yeah. in the face. It fucking deserves it. It does fucking deserve it. You're right. God damn. That is the hottest take on this show. Yeah. Ever. Um, uh, immigrants get the job done? Yeah? Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, that that is uh, that leads off the, the musical, and that leads up. Uh, it sort of sums up Alexander Hamilton's whole uh, psychosis, actually, by the end of the of, of the, <laughs> right. his life. But, uh, but it, you know, it on 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 tape like on the uh, on the soundtrack the original soundtrack it's it's a it's a pivotal scene it's your intro to everything that's going about to happen to you on stage in this this could be a rallying cry for uh for uh, thought protest anywhere this could be a rallying cry i mean i hate to say this could be like a it's going to be on man 18 I was gonna yeah, say yeah, like but, on some sort of like athletic commercial on TV, yeah, like of course like it is. one of those like montages, like you're saying, like Rocky thing. Of course like, it is. Remember re- the song "Remember the Name" by Fort Myer- Minor? It was like 100 <laughs> percent something and 18 percent yeah, pain or yeah, something like 100 percent reason to remember the name. Like it's like that kind of like it pumps you up. Right. It's like one of those like you put your fists in the air songs and Buster Rhymes. We haven't thought about him for a while. He had that misguided song two years ago. Hashtag twerk. Start in some Halloween right. movies. That was <laughs> right. Ugh. But that right there, that verse right there, was just redeems everything. It reminded you why he's, you know, why he's where he is now. Yeah, and and like that's all over this fucking album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this that, is, and that's and that song will be used extensively in like Gatorade commercials. Exactly. At, you know, coming back Under from Armor. like coming back for the third quarter of you know the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> oh my god! Like, yeah, right for the good the, commercial. Those, yep, 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 right there. Exactly. That's so, going to be a good like five second snippet. Oh man! But yeah, yeah, that's just a great. I think just the entire the entire theme, the songs that use that theme, and mm-hmm. then bringing their own personal experiences. My shot wrote my way out, stuff like that. Like those, yeah. the people that bring in their experiences, Black Thought, uh, Buster Rhymes, very. It makes it a lot more relatable to to I guess like different group of people that aren't as much into Hamilton, maybe. Into, yeah, yeah. And what and what the Roots explicitly do because they sort of get to bookend this, right? Is that mm-hmm. between the open this this number and then the and then Who Lives Who Dies Who Gets to Tell Your Story? Like they're sort of really situating this firmly in a in a Black Lives Matter context, right? Yeah, and yeah, in absolutely. a sort of present day struggles context. Um, which again is all over the musical. If you're watching it, you know, yeah. if, you're, if you're watching it and it's not echoing modern political issues for you, you're probably doing it wrong. Yeah. Right. But. Well, it's part of the genius of the musical and seeing it and, and the original soundtrack is that people go to the theater to see theater and they right. want to be entertained and stuff and, and, <laughs> and wear a powdered wig. And, you know, our, our tickets were, uh, I mean, if that's your thing, dude, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Uh, you like, know what Colombians like? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but now I do. Know what you're getting for Christmas, man? Um, so, 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 you know, like our mega expensive tickets to see this were in like basically the back row of the theater, and you have people who can afford this thing are not going to be the people who typically think about these issues. Maybe don't even know what Black Lives Matter is, but when they get out, right, they know. 
They have been educated. They have been taught about our history in a way that they did not consider ever in their lives. They certainly weren't taught it in school. Mm-hmm. Um, how this occurs over like a three and a half hour period, I, I still don't know. It speaks to like Lynn manuels genius. I, it, it, is so, it is so succinct. Like you were saying, people interjecting their voices, which also occurs all over the mixtape, where things are changing to talk about their specific experiences. Frame, he, it's just this framework of talking about stuff, which is... I mean, hip hop's built on that, but pop music. Like, yeah. Well, well, well. I mean, I, I mean, I think the story. You know, the 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 sort of the the simplest version of Lin Manuel's take is that Hamilton is is in a sense with his ambition, with his incredible talent for for writing, and you know, the gift of gab. He sort of is a proto hip hop MC. Right? Yes. He's sort of a, he's sort of a proto star of his day. He's he comes from nothing. He you know the 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 odds are stacked against him. And he's just a guy with a gigantic set of balls and he's flawed and, but, but he will basically go head to head with anyone out there. And, um, and that's something where like, if you do it wrong, it ends up, it can be a little like schoolhouse rock or something, right? It can sort of be like, uh, you you know, you imagine these people sitting around trying to like, oh, let's make history come alive for the kids. Mm -hmm. Like tell it with hip hop. Right. (laughs) So, so if done poorly, it would be an absolutely fucking disaster. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it's that, that in the, in the, in the source material, it's done well, that it's actually a conventional musical, right? You have all these lyrical themes and musical themes that are restated throughout. I mean, there's a lot of boxes you have to check off for it to be successful. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you lose your way? I, I totally did. I totally did. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm no Hamilton, clearly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean to that point, you know, in, in, in doing it that way, I think it also takes the history of hip hop and, and sort of lays it out because hip hop was, you know, a scrappy art form. It was making right. do with which, I mean, there's a reason that people used records because right. that's all they had. Because they were abundantly available. <laughs> they were abundantly yeah. available. That's all they had. Uh, it, it, it echoed uh, older music. You know, and mm-hmm. what they could do with it, and uh, and it was meant to be a uh, tales of the streets. You know, the black CNN in yep. 2016. You have trap has ruined everything, <laughs> and and uh, I mean, if that's your thing, I'm sorry for you, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, you know, but but it, it it has gotten away from that sort of socially conscious art form. You know, you think uh, NWA, you think Chuck D. Uh, anybody back then yeah even some of the albums that you guys just talked about here like the new tribe or yeah. mm-hmm. you know these are these are That's albums in the that 90s have, but yeah 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 and that, right and, and and even today you know you sort of have and i don't i don't want to put the burden on hip-hop of having to be like positive but but i think there is um you know there is a difference between sort of uh mirroring your autobiography and actually glamorizing the things that uh, that you know are that contribute to like endemic unbreakable cycles of poverty right and yeah. so and that's and i think like uh, a lot of us in hindsight probably feel like a lot of the like 90s you know dre uh you know that 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 sort of falls on the wrong side yeah, of that yeah. of that of that equation a little bit well i mean the donald glover album does it this year the the yeah. Dallas Gambino. <laughs> you know it just it, you know it becomes it becomes pastiche it becomes just tropes that shouldn't necessarily be celebrated right but they do in the way that pop it's funny it's funny that you said kelly clarkson because i do not celebrate kelly clarkson's catalog <laughs> at all but i recognize her talent i don't i don't listen to her actively but, i did watch american idol back in 2001 and i listened to like the first couple songs i was like okay but, but i i think that that song mm-hmm. brought her back into my 
con instant like my brain right i didn't like think about it. i was like okay she's doing her thing in pop music and all that um but i think her take on it's quite a 10 was yeah yeah, yeah. Was and and and, and that's actually sort of what that reminded me of that like there is a time and or maybe it's not a time maybe it's just it's a very small subset of this pop that can be very powerful and uh and I'm not talking about like Tapao's heart and soul, which is the most powerful song of all time. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, it can be it can be very powerful, and we forget that again when you're talking about uh, lifestyle entertainment, if if you want to call it that. I think that's what you were just speaking to, Eduardo. You know, just talking about things that are the end result reinforcements of maybe not how to live, <laughs> be your best self. Yeah, and also if you're, I mean, if you're setting out to write. Um, you know, it, there's this challenge of like making, uh, so it's a three and a half hour long experience and it has to be appealing to people. Right. And people don't go to the opera anymore. They don't even really go see conventional musicals anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so, um, if you're, if you're trying to have the audience see what you, you know, uh, what you need them to see, the only way that, that you can do that is really giving them a filter that, that, that puts them in that place. Um, and I, and I think, and, 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 you know, so the other thing is like, the um and i think what this mixtape makes really clear is that hip-hop is essential now to the telling of alexander hamilton's story right even like yeah. imagine like a, a biography written of hamilton in a hundred years will now have to mention this musical right yeah, yeah. like hip-hop is now actually a part of the collective public memory of alexander hamilton which is such a weird fucking thing to think and maybe <laughs> it's the start of you know other other group or musicals trying to like bring in multiracial cast and hip-hop to bring in more people too, because yeah, like yeah. I said, opera's going going right. down because, the wayside. Because, I mean, let's be clear: it wasn't brave of them, uh, given like his origin, to do a multicultural cast. What's That's brave is when you have somebody who who is waspy as fuck and is like, you know what, I'm going to do this, and I'm not going to do it right. ironically because then it becomes. If you guys, I don't know if you guys have watched uh, Insecure, then it becomes like we got y'all the best <laughs> logo ever. So it's a, it's a nonprofit. Uh, sort of makes me laugh because it's not what Daria does, but um, somewhat <laughs> close to it. It's a nonprofit uh, that is uh, doing things for children of color, and and the logo for it is a big white hand with three black children sitting in the big white oh. hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is, boy. it is, That's... but but it is it is a bold joke to say <laughs> that that somewhere in the world we know there is some place that has that logo some mm -hmm. version of it mm -hmm. you know i mean we know yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah somewhere down the street somewhere up on k street but um but yeah that they uh that they did this and and have proven that it's it's okay that's yeah. gonna sell now that always makes me sort of die a little inside but the fact is money goes talk yeah yeah that is true that someone's gonna just made enough money to buy new york still <laughs> Right. He yeah. came from it from a place of this was my life. And so he was like passionate enough mm -hmm. to like put his two favorite things, like two of his favorite things together, like hip hop and, and yeah. theater. Or as, yeah, it could be exploited further into like a very soulless cash grab in the future. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just hoping that people realize the, the intent behind or from the creators. Like they hope they realize that the, the reason someone made a hip hop musical is because they, that's they lived and breathed. Not yeah. because Hamilton made a lot of money. Yeah. Well, if 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 the original musical, you know, if the hip hop weren't authentic, um, it doesn't it doesn't it work. Should, yeah, people probably right? call out the BS like really easily. Yeah. Like, this yeah, is yeah, not. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is no Hamilton. But, but we're going to hear a lot. This is no Hamilton in the future. Yeah, I, I yeah, feel yeah, like. Absolutely. But, you know, from from that opening song and from the start, from when they start introducing these characters, as, as you get a little taste of in the mixtape, but you definitely, I mean, the original soundtrack is the musical. You do not right. miss a thing. There's no spoken parts that you miss. It's everything is sung, oh. uh, and that in that way, it's very much like an opera, right? Right. Um, and um, and so you don't you don't actually you, you get the whole experience and the way they introduce these people in the musical. You hear uh, the people that he was thinking about, and and their their actions, the way they carry body, their bodies are very much in like a modern hip hop uh, fashion. And if you are familiar with that art form at all, you get it. Mm-hmm. Like you immediately get it. If not, by the end of the show, you get it because you you are acclimated to this. And it's an I think for a lot of people going into it, like let's say Mike Pence, <laughs> hypothetically <laughs> let's speaking, just say, hypothetically speaking uh, you know I I think uh, the people now who are going to see it are are at least they think they're woke as fuck. Whether or not they are, woke as fuck. Yeah, and Don't and but uh, had every right to boo somebody who clearly is not. Right. <laughs> uh, there's no judgment on like what what kind of like man he is. The policies he has are there for you to judge like what he is going to do with power. So and that's all we can go by. He might be the bestest. Yeah. But, but what he does with his time, he's it's not like you know building Lego castles. He's trying to. <laughs> but my point is 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 that. Is that when people uh, going to see that that are even now a little more uh, awake to the situation, who who became interested in this because of all the press it was getting, it reinforces and educates, and yep. brings up certain issues. So, for example, if you see somebody acting like Busta Rhymes and you were some Midwest person who made it to the show, and were always scared of a black person acting like a rapper, those rapper thugs, this is. Uh, honestly, and this is why I think this is one of the most important pieces of art in in a century, at least. Uh, it's up there. I mean, I'm not saying it's the. I'm just saying it is one of the. You you see this, and you're drawn into the story, and you see this, and all of a sudden, you those reactions can get diffused. I don't think they'll get diffused all the way, but I think they can. You know, you see that, like, hey, this is different, but it's the same. Well. Yeah, I mean, I think there's another side. I think it's a double-edged sword in that um, it's sort of... Um, I think there are people who have probably never bought a hip-hop album who will yep. go see this show and they'll enjoy it and they'll have the score and the original cast recording and and it won't go anywhere for them, right? Mm-hmm. They'll say, they'll say, oh, I like hip-hop as long as it's done in the service of a good musical, but I'm not actually going to further engage with this. So, so I do... And that's, that's sort of one of my questions about but the role sort of, of this mixtape. That's sort of what I'm saying is I think yeah. it acclimates them to be like... And the reasons behind what people do that, a lot of people do that, is fear. Fear of the other. Right. It's. I mean, I know this we, This is weird to say in 2016, because we're all, like, I don't know, woke. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, but but the, you go down south in Virginia, you go there, and it's still, like, this exists, that you, you can't, you won't listen to hip-hop because a black man made it. But that that's somewhat generational, right? I mean, I mean, I know all the, like... I don't think so. Post Eminem, <laughs> there are there are like white kids in Indiana who won't listen to hip hop. I mean, there are there, there probably are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but um, if we can stand that for just a second, mm-hmm. so 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 who does this mixtape? Do we think it just um, augments the original recording for those of us who know it? Do we think it'll actually bring people who wouldn't have um, 
if there is someone who still is not aware of what the musical is, they'll hear the song and then they'll want to know more about it and that will lead them to the musical. I'm, that's the thing about the mixtape that as much as I enjoy it, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know like what role it's going to end up playing. If it's just like a bonus disc that goes right. with the, let's, let's actually play a track. Cause I want to, I want to, okay. we were talking about the soul thing and I want to come back and we'll, we'll dive into that question. Uh, we were talking about the pop stuff and, uh, what really got me on this was uh, I mentioned Queen Latifah up front, and um, it's, just, it's so good. <laughs> it is. It is. Oh man, it's so good. Uh, this is satisfied. Uh, Sia, which I've never heard before in my life, but now really, I, now I, get, I really uh, with oh, Miguel man, and Queen Kevin. Latifah. <laughs> we got to do a podcast. Someday. Yes, we do. Okay, here you go. Satisfied. Access to the ground. To the ground. To the ground. To the brain, to the brain, from your sister, who is always by your side, by your side, to your union, and I hope that you provide, may you always be satisfied. Ripping over themselves when I play. I remember that dream like candlelight, like a dream that you can't quite place. Never been satisfied. I'm sure I don't know what you mean. You forget yourself. You're like me. I've never been satisfied. Is that right? I've never been satisfied. Hey. My name's Angelica Skyler. Alexander Hamilton. Where's your family from? Unimportant. There's a million things I haven't done. Just you wait. Just you wait. So, so, so. So this is what it feels like to match wits with someone at your level. What the hell is the catch? It's a feeling of freedom. A seeing the light has been Franklin with a key and a kite. You see it, right? The conversation lasted two minutes, maybe three minutes. Everything we said in total agreement. It's a dream and it's a bit of a dance. A bit of a posture. It's a bit of a stance. He's a bit of a flirt, but I'ma give him a chance. I asked about his family. Did you see his answer? His hands started fidgeting. He looked askance. He's penniless. He's flying by the seat of his pants. Handsome boy. Does he know it? Peach fuzz. So Queen Latifah fucking dropping the hot fire on that. I mean, that, that is, she's an actress. Well, has she won an Oscar? Did she win for Chicago? I don't know if she did. I think, I she, think was, she was nominated. Yeah, I think... I, I, Wikipedia-ing now. <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are not a fact-based podcast, which, as many people have pointed out, serves us well in this new <laughs> new world order. In, in post-facts America. Yeah, in post-facts America. With our, with our Aaron Burr presidency. Yes. Oh, indeed. she was born in Newark. So was I. Oh, yeah, there that. you go. Um, so, you know, that that if I heard that track on any radio station anywhere, or just like uh, somebody told me this is the big pop hit, 
outside of Hamilton or anything, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, right. That, that sounds like now. Mm-hmm. That sounds like exactly now. That sounds, uh, which again is another testament to the the how well Lin Manuel is able to was able to take the pulse of everything that's going on. I mean, you see him do the the hand for hand stuff and yeah, and the, yeah. and the performances outside the thing, and like Jennifer Lopez will show up and stuff, and he he is able to like just plug into all this because unlike most people like us who are assholes, he's like pop music's great. Yeah, hip hop's great. <laughs> right. Like it's it, all great. It all, it all it is all great. It's all telling a story. It's all like trying to lift us up, except for you know Leonard Cohen. He's trying to you know, take us down. Um, but <laughs> thanks for the reminder. That yeah. is 2016, Kevin. You punch and, it in the face, man. And punch, punch it in the, the fucking punch face. In the fucking face. Also, in fairness to Cohen and his dedicated fans who sometimes listen to this podcast, you did want it darker, Kevin. And, yes, <laughs> and it got darker. And you, it got darker. <laughs> Kill the flame. Um. So 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 to what so to what you were talking about? Yeah. Earlier. Um. Repeat the question so we can... Well, I think I think the question is, is how are most of us going to view this mixtape? Is it going to be something that's a companion mm-hmm. to the original cast recording, and it's there sort of like a bonus disc on a box set of, you know, alternates and, and kind of uh, different tellings of something that you love? Is it is it a mixtape that's going to bring people to the musical who might not have come otherwise? Personally, um, I think, or, or neither. Will it just stand on its own, and people will just enjoy it and not really understand why you know the person is so angry on the song "Burn"? <laughs> I wish, I wish some of the songs could get wider acclaim or notoriety. But I think that this initially, it's going to rely on the virality, I guess, of the yeah, Hamilton yeah. diehards. Because no one, I think, it's is going to fucking viral, dude. I mean, I, that is true. <laughs> I mean, the people that are not listening to Hamilton, though, like the, that crowd. There's yeah. a demographic of people that are not that are like you know, like oh, I, us, who are just like we did did not want to listen to it. I brought it up to a bunch of people. I'm like, this is fucking fire. You need to listen to it. That's like, what I'm yeah. saying. You're like, like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> well, what, I, I can't. I mean, I'm not going to push it beyond that. I but, can't. Uh, you cannot be helped. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's going to be I, there's the songs, the songs like the Roots uh, tracks and uh, Wrote My Way Out mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Those mm-hmm. are, I think, very important songs in 2016. Yeah. But this is going to be initially an album for the people like and I can judge by my Facebook feed only that the people that are listening to Hamilton mixtape are the ones that actually already actively listen to Hamilton. To the, yeah. No one's. I think in like middle America is going to like just be like, Oh, the Hamilton mixtape not, not is because out because of the star appeal though. Maybe because that, I mean, well, that, middle- that, that's, that's the big difference between this and the soundtrack is that now you have all these stars, people you have Kelly Clarkson. How many people listen to Kelly Clarkson? Ashanti and Ja Rule Ashanti for the first ja time in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so you have these people that are again, familiarized with it in much the same, what I was talking about, how people seeing it, it like all of a sudden safens this thing and then punches in like a secret message. People didn't know they were ready to like receive. Yeah. And people are, are genuinely, for, you know, there are people who were legitimately not into hip hop. There are people mm-hmm. who, who were legitimately not into musicals and who just don't, you know, the minute you say musical, they're like, yeah, 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 it's fine. I've mm-hmm. seen little shop of horrors. I don't need to know what this is. <laughs> right. <laughs> or despite, despite Avenue Q, despite book of Mormon, despite all these kind of, you know, newer musicals that have, that have created new idioms in musical theater. Yeah. There are still a bunch of people who just think like, well, that's not how, you know, people don't sing songs in real life about how they're feeling. So I, it just, you know, there's a, there's a suspension of disbelief that a lot of people just don't care to do. Um, so I don't know. I mean, songs from Rent play on play on pop radio, or they did when I 
was aware of such a thing as right. pop radio. <laughs> right. right. And so Rent it's not... addressed some serious topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the universality of this, I mean, I, I, I think you're right, Mauricio, there is going to be a, uh, a contingent of, it's just the Hamilton diehards. That are initially going to get into this. Yeah, I think initially. Although, I mean that 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 scope is pretty large at this point. Like, there's a. I mean, there's the kids who are just like, "That's too popular. I can't. You know, fuck that." But uh, <laughs> that I, may have admittedly been me for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was more of just like I don't want. I want to wait for actually seeing it. I, did, I had interest in it, but yeah, yeah. it's just like I didn't want to. I think for me, if for people like me that didn't want to have it spoiled, I think maybe that might have been a nice entryway because it's not fully like you know the mm -hmm. flow of the play yeah you're right so some they might just not know what is right. part of the play and what isn't part of the play there's like some interesting unreleased tracks on the on the mixtape for example i mean you could yeah you, yeah, well, yeah there actually yeah. are some on the, uh the, what is the one uh the, that is not on there it's not it goes um, right into the, burn yeah. congratulations yeah, yeah yeah uh which is which is really nice one of those, yeah it's one yeah. of Skylar sisters yep, like who yep. was in, in love with hamilton and he was in love with her, never happened watsky's uh, little open letter like yeah. 45 second thing was really really funny i thought yeah, yeah, yeah his yeah. delivery was just like really like just fast and, the, and hilarious the and i think this is specifically well this is to serve up uh because he's always a supporter and the roots were always a supporter of, of lin-manuel but jimmy, jimmy fallon's Fallon. you'll be back i mean so this is the uh, guy, not facts based because I can't remember his name right now, but the guy who originated the role, um, has he, he does press and he talks about, you know, he's playing the king of England as a flaming gay dude. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, and it's the first real point of levity in the musical. It's the first chance you have to breathe. Okay, uh, when you're seeing this, and he said Beyonce came to see the musical and uh, gets backstage. And comes up to him and says, I'm stealing your walk. <laughs> and then so now he's just like, I just want to be gay. <laughs> so like, like for, forever. I, I wanted that. And, you know, it's, I, I, I think in Fallon actually gets that humor in mm -hmm. there. And, and, um, you know, all in all, it's just, I, I think they, they might have, these people wanted to do it, but I think they also knew who to get into this to bring people into it because, it's not getting them to the theater that's important. It's maybe just getting them to listen to the actual soundtrack. Maybe even get them to read a fucking book. Yeah. I kind of want to read the autobiography of Hamilton it's big, now, I will say. but uh, I got a Kindle. Yeah, you got a Kindle. <laughs> so not that big. Um, I, you know, and so, but I, I think this is going to work. Having seen the musical and then lived with the soundtrack for the better part of the year. And look, Daria listens to this like nightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, she's, she's I, getting I can, ready for bed and she listens to yeah. it nightly. She's not a musical person. <laughs> uh, I mean, she is a musical person. She's not, right. she's not a she's Broadway not a musical, musical person. Um, she doesn't have a Lee Miz shirt somewhere in the no, back. No, no, or, no, yeah. no, no, not for, not for many decades. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, and, and now experiencing this, I think they're complimentary and I think it, it does all, all three serve the core message. I and, think, yeah. and I think they can do a volume two of this. I think they can do a volume three of this. I don't, and I'm, I, most people are like, you know, it's cynical. It's a cash grab. I don't think it is. I think because the message is so important. Like, I want to play one more song before we start like wrapping it up, mm -hmm. but this is my shot get, got you pumped up, mm -hmm. but the song immigrants may be the most important song oh, yeah. on the album yep. and the yep. most important yep. song yep. this year. So, yep. totally so agree. Uh, let's listen to immigrants.
has somehow become a bad word. So the debate rages on and we continue along. <laughs> Just like that, it's over. We tend to our wounded. We count our dead. Black and white soldiers wondering, like, if this really means freedom. Not yet. I got one job, two job, three when I need them. I got five roommates in this one studio, but I never really see them. And we all came America trying to get a lap dance from Lady Freedom. But now Lady Liberty is acting like Hillary Banks with a prenup. Banks with a prenup. Man, I was brave, sailing on graves. Don't think I didn't notice those tombstones disguised as waves. I'm no dummy. Here's something funny. You could be an immigrant without risking your lives or crossing these borders with thrifty supplies. All you got to do is see the world with new eyes. Immigrants, we get the job done. Look how far I come. Look how far I come. It's a hard line when you're an import, baby boy, it's hard times when you ain't sent for races, feed the belly of the beast with they pitchforks, rich chores done by the people that get ignored. Uh, ya se armó, ya se despertaron, it's a whole awakening, la alarma ya sonó hace rato, los que quieren buscan, pero no se apodan como vagos, we're the same ones hustling on every level, ten los datos, walk a mile in our shoes, abrochense los zapatos, I've been scoping y'all dudes, y'all ain't been working like I do, why y'all work ya, it hurts ya, you claim I'm stealing jobs, oh Peter Piper claimed he picked them, he just underpaid Pablo, but there ain't a paper trail when you living in the shadows, we America's ghost riders, the credit's only borrowed, it's a matter of time before the checks all come, but immigrants, we get the job done. Look how far I come. Look how far I come. Look how far I come. We get the job done. Look how far I come. Look how far I come. Look how far I come. Immigrants, we get the job. Yeah. It's America's ghost riders, the credits only borrowed. It's America's ghost riders, America's ghost riders, America's ghost riders, the credits only borrowed. America's ghost riders, the credits only borrowed. It's America's ghost riders, the credits only borrowed. It's America's ghost riders, the credits only borrowed. It's immigrants, we get the job done. AOA, immigrants, we don't like that. Nah, they don't play. British Empire strikes back. They're beating us like 808s and hi hats. Our own game of invasion. This ain't Iraq. Who these Fugees? What do they do for me but contribute new dreams, taxes, and tools, swagger, and food to eat? Cool, they flee war zones, but the problem ain't ours. Even if our bombs landed on them like the Mayflower. Buckingham Palace, a Capitol Hill. Blood of my ancestors had that all built With an ink you print on your dollar bill Oil you spill, thin red line on the flag You hoist when you kill, but still we just say Look how far I come Hindustan, Pakistan to London To a galaxy far from their ignorance Cause immigrants, we get the job done Por tierra o por agua, identidad falsa Brincamos muros o flotamos en balsa La peleamos como Sandino en Nicaragua Somos como las plantas que crecen sin agua Sin pasaporte americano Porque la mitad de Gringolandia es terreno mexicano hay que ser bien hijo de puta nosotros les sembramos el árbol y ellos se comen la fruta somos los que cruzaron aquí vinimos a buscar el oro que nos robaron tenemos más trucos que la policía secreta metimos la casa completa en una maleta con un pico, una pala y un rastrillo te construimos un castillo como es que dice el coro cabrón Immigrants, we get the job done 
Alright, uh, that is, um, without a doubt, the most succinct, succinct statement about the state of affairs in America. Then, yeah. now, for yeah. the foreseeable future, it, not just America, it's like, yeah, well, it's, and it's especially, uh, you know, obviously, I think we were talking before off mic about these things that, um, uh, works of art or songs that were conceived of earlier this year and, and they're playing out differently as a result of the election. And I think that's not, obviously the song is a couple of years old now. Um, the original, or, or I should say the original sense of immigrants getting the job done from, from the musical. Um, I don't know when this track was recorded. It can't have been after the election. So, so mm. what could have been a sort of, uh, resonant and proud statement actually becomes a really defiant reminder of just like, what powers most like consumer goods and services in America. Right? Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's not Rosie the Riveter or, uh, you know, a very no. like, you know, <laughs> noble factory worker in Wisconsin. It's, uh, it's people who had to fucking hustle to get here and who are, you know, sharing small apartments and, you know, taking turns in a bed. Um, yeah. so. And, and it's people who had to do that in, in, we're talking about a generation ago. Right. I mean, cause, well, I mean, we, it is a land of immigrants. I'm one. Which, which, yeah. Which is, <laughs> I'm the son of we're, one. We're all one. Yeah. It's just people like me. Have been here for a while, and then you don't think that anyone else. Yeah, so many generations have passed. It's like, it, it doesn't even, like, register. Yeah, exactly. People like me. And, and like you said, people who have to really fucking struggle. It's like... Oh, yeah, I bet, we, like, you have your own, like, I have our own, like, family stories about, you know, growing up in the... <laughs> Coming from you know South America, my parents with like nothing, mm -hmm. working uh, during the day, taking classes at night, go join the military so he could get his citizenship, right, and do all that. Like it's it, we they do get the job done. They they yeah. laid the foundation <laughs> for all of us. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can think, and continue yeah. to. Yes, I I think the sentiment that the anti-immigration sentiment was present when they recorded though, like Absolutely. I think it was like oh, yeah. it was already yeah. on everyone's mind. So I think it was. A response to regardless of who got elected, it was still you still have those people to address and yeah, remind them. And before before though, it was it was uh, a hopeful reminder. You know, it's just poking fun <laughs> right. at like. By the way, you guys remember right. this? I don't but, know if you know hey, this, but yeah, but we're, it's it's on it's on the uh, it's on the Senate floor. But we're we're just we're doing stuff about it. We're getting better, but we just want to keep getting better. Now it is it is a fight song, much like everything on this mixtape, more so than the musical. It is. Uh, 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 just a rallying call to I think people who want good in the world to just stand up and fight for it. You know who um who helps end it on the nice note? Chance the rapper. Yeah. On yeah. the prize of Dear Theodosia, it's like a very optimistic. Yes. Yeah. Outlook. You yeah. Know, it was interesting. Like I thought about it, like why are you doing the reprise twice? And you think about like all the stuff, all the issues that were addressed in the rest of the mixtape, and then you know Chance the rapper like has like some has that kind of optimistic tone and he's always been like a known to like how to not like be super negative not not only that like the song they picked dear theodosia is yep. aaron burr's uh daughter or aaron burr's wife and they have a kid and um chance the rapper just had a daughter hmm, right. and so to tie it all together to like why this weird this is this is like love science, guys. It's like <laughs> this has always existed. Like it had to exist. We just we just weren't aware of it, but now it is. You know, he's he can he, as much as 
Burr is singing that to his wife and daughter. Chance is singing that to his daughter. And the sentiment is exactly the same. It means the same. The same. The stakes are the same. Uh, and it it reflects how this this whole like work of art just somehow encapsulated like everything we are. Like all the revolutionary stuff, all, all that is is great. But at the end of the day, like Paul just had a kid, right? Uh, congratulations to him and Lisa. I think we've said it on here, but Bodie is a, is a rad dude. Uh, and <laughs> already, yeah, already. Has he been on mic yet? He has really bad taste in music. I don't I know what's going say, on there. He, yeah. Does he already have all the, the you know Bob Mold's complete discography? Right, right, right. <laughs> have you given your three eleven CDs? Yeah, <laughs> those are mine, man. No three eleven. <laughs> but, but but my point is is that you know people like have children, and then it's to say. You know, this keeps going on. This keeps it's it's it just never ends until it does, right? Which you know, I heard I heard someone say the other day that uh, that most places where food is grown on the mm-hmm. planet, we have maybe sixty years. Sixty harvests. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, <God. laughs> okay. <laughs> I have faith that like they made a film called Soil and Green. Not only that, but they make a product called Soylent now. They do. <laughs> so, and that guy writes some interesting blog posts. Yes, he does. <laughs> um. Uh, I've been tempted to try it, but uh, maybe in 60 years, well, no, I probably won't be here in 60 <laughs> years, but uh, maybe people will be forced to. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and that's and that's the whole point, I think, of this, and, and one thing I took out of this, the violence of, of humanity, the stupidity of humanity, of, of people in general, as much as we like to think that we're all good people, and I think we are, like in this room, I know, I yeah. know we are, but there is... At our base, it's a lizard brain, and it's programmed to survive, and there's things we can't escape. There's mistakes we all make, period. Mm -hmm. And that's why art like this succeeds for me, because it reminds us of that, that we can be good. And you remember that, oh, yeah, maybe I should strive to be better. I joked after the election. I was like, well, fuck it. Let's just all go full evil. (laughs) Let's let's try it for a while. because flow through you. But there's no way I could do that. There's no way I could do that. Well, I think I think one of the um, uh, one of the themes that uh, that pervades the, uh, the the musical is this idea of Hamilton, um, you know, sort of uh, playing like he's acting for an audience that's down the line, right? That it's mm-hmm. the whole history has its eyes on you. Like we're going to be we're we're bigger than our than our present moment, um, and there's a greater context. And I think um, one of the implications of that is that is that sometimes to be great, you just have to try to be great. Right? Yeah. That it's the that it's that sort of that that act of imagination of like I'm greater than my current um, kind of contemporary time period and I'm and I'm acting on a larger stage that plays out over centuries because because I'm just gonna right and that and that just by doing that you can actually accomplish it maybe so I think to yeah. your point Kevin about trying to be better I mean I think I, re- I really do think that that's what the that's what the music on the mixtape as much as in the original show is trying to call on us to do um, for sure for sure because. It is, I mean, let's just take global warming. We're finishing out this year. Good. <laughs> but fuck it. Like I that, liked it ending it on Chance the Rapper, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it we'll down. We'll get back to that. Um, how about that be the outro music? Nice. Uh, nice. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, people, uh, you have climate deniers, people who believe it, whatever. It's, it's irrefutable science. That's neither here nor there and stuff. But the work that people do just on that, you can target it down to, you could be great. And do something and and run around and be like, oh, I saved everybody by doing this and stuff. But the reality is it's going to take decades to bear out, maybe centuries, yep. if we have that long. And 
things like that are more important. Things like, uh, even though we'll never do it, uh, eradicating racism are more important. Things like eradicating hunger are more important than you or I or anybody else. Mm-hmm. In my personal view is the pursuit of solving those problems, like religion has perverted that. And so we can't turn to that. So what we have left is us and we have people doing stuff like this that just come out and say, this is what we have. Here's our goal. I mean, that's how I operate. I operate a very like binary in many ways things. I say, what do we need to do? What did we need to do this year? We need to do two podcasts a week. We need to yeah, keep yeah. doing it like all fucking year. How do we do that? That's pretty simple calculus. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we just it's, figured out how to do yep. it, and then we did it. Like, did there's it, no yeah. every answer has that capability. It might be a little more convoluted. It might be a little there zigger, might be more steps, than, path, yeah. path. But like at the end of the day, that's all it takes. Yeah, just the willingness to want to do it. Yeah, yeah, and not elect like a demagogue because you think change. <laughs> not being willing to do that because you didn't read a history book because you didn't. <laughs> Uh, or you did, and you agreed with it, you know. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I, it, yeah, it, it's, and it, again, it gets back to like who we are as people, recognizing just human nature, and having people sometimes rise up above that. Rise the, up the the biggest amplification you can get to keep, yeah, spitting out the message, keep sending out the signal that not only can we do better, but we have to. Yeah. I've seen the day after. I don't know if you guys remember I have, that. I have seen that. We used to have. I don't it on, want to fucking. Used to have it on VHS. I don't know if, yeah. Yeah, that's way beyond your time. But <laughs> I thought you were talking about the day after tomorrow. No, 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 no. Also a great film. I, <laughs> Ice Wolves are my favorite. Um, geez, I'll watch any of those movies. I might watch that now. Thanks. Followed by 2012. Um, <laughs> no, day, day, the day after is it's a was it a made for TV movie? It was a made for TV yeah. movie. Yeah. It's a made for TV movie, and this is and actually this is. Now, relevant again. So I grew up uh, in the 80s, was in middle school and high school in the 80s, graduated high school in 1990. In middle school, when this came out, I'd say it was like 82, maybe maybe a little later. Anyways, they had us watch it. And this is how fucked up shit was. They had us watch it uh, as homework. And this is a movie about basically the Cold War igniting into the hot war. Yeah, and the nukes like flying in the, fir- in the first five minutes. I think the in nukes the first go five off, minutes, right? yeah. yeah, the nukes are flying and 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 they destroy everything. And instead of doing what we ha- would now like have Jake Gyllenhaal survive and find romance in a library, <laughs> you have Jason, you have Jason Robards like losing teeth and people just outright dying because that's yep. what war does. And it was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. I rewatched it last year. It's still horrifying because it takes it seriously. It's the opposite of what Hamilton is doing. It's saying, oh, you want right. the bad shit? This is what this means. Right. You have somebody that can like launch nukes and wants to do it. This is what it's going to look like. And maybe that's as important as doing the positive, too. <laughs> it's well i'm i'm going back to to chad's uh i think chad uh said on the uh tribe um chad clark uh yeah the yeah. uh just just the um you know you sort of struggle with like what's the point of entertainment and what's the point of you know it's it's yeah. just things seem so big and um and this tiny little musical may you know may may accomplish quite a bit but but whatever it is it's still not enough so um many steps 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> many, many rivers many, to many cross. Steps. And maybe this is maybe this is a step towards that. Maybe it's not. And it's a tiny crack in the armor. Yeah. Who knows? Whatever it's it's worth. So it's worth remembering. Whatever else you think of this, it's worth remembering that Donald Trump went after the cast of Hamilton harder than he did actual neo Nazis. Yes. Right. So just just if you're not sure where you stand on this, or if you're on their side or not, remember that he had. Right. And um, if you're not sure, the power of this music. Yeah. Right. Although that might be due to his stupidity, but neither here. <laughs> so, so about that high note. Yes. Yeah. Take us there, Mauricio. Um, <laughs> oh, we can. End, I mean, the high note is is that this exists. That is is a good thing in the world. Is a good thing in a dark time. Yes. Uh, it was going forward, and and you know we're going to be looking for those as we go forward a lot. Uh, we need gonna, a lot of those. Yeah, we need a lot of those, and we need. But and that's sort of why we started talking about people using their voice uh it's up and we said mm-hmm. this on the one that's going to come out on uh, thursday talking about dc music uh you know it's up to you now artists listening to this to to carry this forward uh not gonna hate on you for just talking about like you got drunk and don't remember the guy's name carrie underwood <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not gonna hate on you because we all need like mindless entertainment and, and but at the same time take a look around and and say you know, if you truly believe something should be better, how do you make it better? You don't have to do it in a song. A lot of people, I mean, a lot of people just give right. it charity, but you being in front of somebody as an artist, you have reached a level of recognition that people think you're better than them. That's what fame is. You're not. And any <laughs> artist you talk to will not say that. Most will say that they know that. Right. But people think that. The yes men will say that. Yes, the yes men will say that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so take advantage of that. Here, here. For good. So, anyways, that's legit the last podcast this year, <laughs> last day. Uh, thank you guys for coming down. We will, we'll, uh, we gotta, we're gonna do the, uh, top 10 and then, uh, take a few weeks off. Nice. And then we'll be back in this new world order. So, come on, 2017. Woot. <laughs> oh, and, uh, you know, hi now. What do you, what do you want to do with 2016? Punch it in the fucking face! Right on, man. <laughs> Dear Theodosia, what to say to you? You have my eyes, you have your mother's name. When you came into the world, you cried, and it broke my heart. Dedicating every day to you Domestic life was never quite my style But when you smile Hamilton the Mixtape is available now everywhere you buy music In fact, I just bought it How about that? Um, I just bought it and I'm going to listen to the shit out of it And I'm going to be inspired by it and uh, I'm going to turn to it when I need need a little pick-me-up. Uh, I think this is this is the type of stuff that's going to be important going forward, as you heard us say. And uh, I recommend uh, you, you two, too. Don't worry about if you're shy to musicals. This is the way in. Certainly go listen to the original soundtrack, but just if you just want to dip your toes in the water, this mixtape is the way to go, guys, to get it done. Uh, that's our podcast for this week, or at least our first podcast for this week. Uh, we're not going to play a track. We're just going to close things out. Thank you for listening once again. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to us on iTunes. You can 
uh, leave us a rating there. You can leave us a star. Give us some feedback. We have uh, we are up in Google Play. We're up on SoundCloud, Mixcloud, uh, Stitcher, wherever else you want to listen to us. Uh, pretty much everywhere. Thanks to uh, Mauricio and Eduardo for coming down. Uh, two rad dudes. Really happy to be able to uh, to work with them all year. Uh, really happy to be able to work with everybody we've worked with all year. It's been fun. Um, coming up on Thursday, you are going to get myself, uh, Joe Lappin, rapping Joe Lappin, uh, of Songbird, who's the proprietor there. Uh, Paul Vodra and, and our friend Marcus Dowling down here to talk about uh, it's it's a little bit about the DC scene. Um, but we're looking taking a macro micro view, so we're we're taking what's going on here and sort of extrapolating it uh, to the larger music scene in 2016, and uh, and sort of a little back and forth there. It's a uh, it was a fun conversation to take place. It was uh, it's a lot of tough love, uh, but it was all out of love. So uh, it's it's uh, officially I think our our fourth or fifth pod jam actually hadn't planned on that, but it sort of is that. So that's coming up on Thursday, and then next week. Uh, we drop our best ofs. We're going to have all kinds of shit. We're going to have two podcasts, breaking it into two, talking about our top ten uh, of the year. The list is going to go up. It's 25 records long. It's a good list, if you if I do say so myself. And then I'm going to have some a uh, few columns by people like Eduardo. Uh, Paul's going to write some stuff. Uh, just, you know, basically talking about best shows, best songs, uh, all kinds of stuff so that you can uh, look to that and find out your you know, a good source for everything that was good this year. We even have one of stuff we missed. So how about that? It's going to be an all-encompassing thing. Uh, thank you guys for listening once again. We'll talk to you in a few short days. Until then, get out and see some live music and uh, be good to your ears, but be better to your people. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> 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 Kenobi!